Coming up this afternoon, Inwa, 35-year-old man who defiled over 12 children to appear in court today. Renaming University of Ghana after JB Dankwa, unacceptable, says Clement Apak. Professionalism is the salt of journalism. This is according to the GJA president. And in other stories, four farmers drown at Tolong after canoe capsized. This business sports and showbiz is coming in this afternoon's bulletin. The news will be read by Awen Temi Akansukum. Now, the details. The 35-year-old man accused of defiling over 12 children in Wa, the Upper West Regional Capital, is expected to appear before the Wa Circuit Court today. Rashid Ahmed was remanded last Monday by the Circuit Court after he was charged with 12 counts of defilement. Though the charges were read to the accused, his plea was deferred until Monday, August 14, to allow prosecutors to conclude their investigations. Rashid Ahmed, until his arrest on August 4, was on the run after a resident of Wa lodged a complaint against him at the Wa West Regional Police CID for having carnal knowledge of over 30 children in Wa. According to police sources, he had been evading capture for the past two months. On Monday, August 7, a significant number of parents, family members of the alleged defiled girls, and the individuals from various backgrounds gathered at the War Circuit Court to catch a glimpse of the accused and observe the legal proceedings. The Upper West Regional Director of the Department of Children praised the efforts of the police and urged residents in the region to expose individuals whose actions negatively impact the development of children. Now, the deputy ranking member on Parliament's Education Committee, Dr. Clement Park, says President Nana Edidankwa Ekufuado's statement that the University of Ghana could potentially be renamed after Joseph Boache, J.B. Dankwa, is unacceptable. He argued that the president during his tenure has tried to give his forebearers a prominent place in Ghanaian history. This follows the president's hint that in the future, the prestigious institution could potentially be renamed after J.B. Dankwa as a tribute to his unwavering determination and pivotal role in galvanizing the Ghanaian populace to establish the university. President Akufuado made this comment at the 75th anniversary Thanksgiving service of the University of Ghana. But in a news interview, Dr. Apak said, renaming the university will not be necessary. Now, President of the Ghana Journalist Association, GJA, Albert Kobuna Jumfo, has reiterated that professionalism is the key to the practice of journalism. According to him, students undergoing training to become media practitioners must embrace good ethical standards. He made these comments at a seminar at the University of Education, Winneba, on Friday, August 11, 2023. Speaking on the theme, Professionalism in Journalism, the role of GJA in Winneba, Mr. Jim Edge practitioners to understand the integrity and ethics of journalism to ensure objectivity and promote the development and upgrade of their capacity. The seminar 
held by the university's Department of Journalism and Media formed part of activities geared towards the launch of the Student Journalist Association, University of Education, Veneba Chapter. Mr. Jim Ford said, without professionalism, the job of journalists is worthless and will not be of any use to society. He also encouraged young journalists to read wide and to do more research to enrich their stories, features, and documentaries. The JJA president further argued that his outfit is exploring more opportunities, both local and international, for the professional training of its members. Now, the entire Galimpiao community in the Tolan district in the northern region has been thrown into a state of mourning after four farmers drowned in the Golanga irrigation dam when their canoe capsized last Saturday. They were said to have been returning from their farm when the incident occurred around 3 p.m. The bodies, identified as Alhassan Zakaria, 40, Yakubu Dana, 45, and Alhassan Musa, 45, as well as Isahaku Musa, have since been retrieved and handed over to their families for burial in line with Islamic customs. New sources gathered that there were seven on board the canoe when the incident occurred, but three managed to swim ashore, leaving the four who unfortunately drowned. The Tolong District Director of the National Disaster Management Organization, NACMO, Abdallah Salifu, who confirmed the incident, said that a search party, including some local folks and personnel of NADMO, searched for about 24 hours and was able to retrieve all the bodies yesterday afternoon. Mr. Salifu took the opportunity to advise canoe operators not to overload while cautioning those engaging in fishing at the dam to be careful with their fishing operations for their own safety. The assemblyman for the Golanga electoral area, Nantong Mazakaria, in an interview, said the entire community had been thrown into a state of shock as that was the first time such a disaster had hit the area. These seven men in our community went to a farm on a canoe and upon their return, the canoe capsized and three of them managed their way out while four got drowned. He further told the media that after the police had inspected the retrieved bodies, they were handed over to their families and have since been buried according to Islamic customs. Now in business, the U.S. ambassador to Ghana, Virginia Palmer, has cautioned that the approval of the anti-LGBTQ plus law might have repercussions on trade and investment within the nation. Ambassador Palmer emphasized that discriminatory legislation against LGBTQ plus individuals could tarnish Ghana's reputation and discourage potential investors. Speaking in Accra, she remarked that the diverse communities contribute to Ghana's stability and are lured for investment, urging that the same welcoming atmosphere be maintained for the LGBTQ plus community. The passage of such a law she warned could signal hostility to both LGBTQ plus investors and other American companies. Ghana is a very welcoming and tolerant society, lots of inter-religious harmony which makes it attractive for investment. I hope it stays that way with regards to the LGBTQ plus society. 
Again, there is money to be made and if there is discrimination, it will send a signal to not just LGBTQ plus investors and other American companies that Ghana is a less welcoming place, she said. The ongoing debate and legal action surrounding the anti-LGBTQ plus bill which aims to criminalize LGBTQ plus activities and advocacy continues to fuel controversy in Ghana. Now to some sports, former skipper of Kumasi Asante Kotoko, Amos Frimpong, has opened up about taking on a role at the club if called upon by its life patron, Otumfo Osei Tutu II. He said this in the wake of the commissioning of an interim management committee by the Otumfo following the dissolution of the Nanayao Ampon-Sanled management and board after the expiration of their three-year mandate. The club's board, now defunct, was established in 2020 with businessman Dr. Kwame Che as its chair while Jude Arthur served as its vice. Evelyn Nsia Asari, who is the chief executive officer of Hazakes Ladies, Kofi Amwa Aban, MD of Rig World Oil Group, Martin Osei Brown, CEO of Joseph Construction Company, Nana Ankobia Hene of Asanteman, Bafour Kwame Kusi, Alhaji Lamin, and Joseph Yao Edu were the other members of the board. Although stacked with resourceful and experienced mind, its inability to resolve conflicts meant success was limited. Conflicts between the board chair, Dr. Kwame Che, and Chief Executive Officer Nanayao Amponsa were a constant feature of the past three years. Unperturbed by the past drama between the dissolved board and management team, Amos Frimpong hopes to give it a try if the chance pre- presents itself. He added that though he is yet to hang up his boot, he is ready to serve the Porcupine family in any capacity. The 31-year-old right back, who currently plies his trade with the Guinean side club industry, lauded the new ICM put in place, which sees the return of coach Prosper Nate Ogum to the side. In an interview, Frimpong revealed that he would not hesitate if called upon. Amos Frimpong called on the club supporters to troop to the stadium and rally behind the team in the upcoming season. According to him, supporters play a massive role in the team's progress, citing the unimpressive number that turned out in the latter part of the season at the club's home match. Kotoko's first game of the 2023-2024 league season is against newly promoted side Heart of Oak at the Babayara Sports Stadium before heading on to Bibiani to face Gold Stars in the second week. Prosper Nato Ogum, who steered the Porcupines to a 24th Premier League title in his first stint at the club in the 2021-2022 league campaign, will be hoping to replicate that form in his second coming. 23-2024 Premier League season commences on September 15, 2023. To some showbiz, it is true that beauty is pain. Gospel singer Selena Boateng is perhaps the best person to give an answer to this question at the moment. 
The popular singer has become an interesting subject on social media in the past few hours thanks to her confidence to rock a corseted kaba and slit kente, which has sparked interesting and diverse opinions. In the now viral video, the alpha and omega hitmaker is seen adorned in a tight corseted outfit. However, what appears to have been a bold fashion step for Selena may possibly be far from what she wants to achieve and her followers divided on the choice of style. The ensemble featured intricate lace work, boning and details creating a captivating look of Selena's curves in the dress. But the eye-catching design seemed to have come at a heavy price considering how much discomfort it was oozing out judging by Selena's posture. Selena was literally gasping for breath as has always been the headache of most ladies who wear corset outfits. And as usual, social media commentators who don't want to be left out of trending issues have once again let out their opinion. For admirers and supporters, they commended Selena's willingness to try on new things, explore her individuality, and more importantly, for embracing a different look from the most loose gowns she has been known for in many years. The critics, on the other hand, expressed their supposed frustration on the part of Selena for buying discomforts in the choice of her dress. And that's it with the Midday News on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can also download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awen Temi Akansukum, and I say thanks so much for making time. Good afternoon. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is great. Yes. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big.